I need to preface this song quickly um, just to say that these notes um, were prepared uh, over a year ago. And at times it might sound a little strange or different, but I will try to point out those areas um, because it's a year later. However, um, it does not take away the, the power or the importance or relevance of this song or the words in it. I didn't fully understand the relevance of this song or the words in it at the time because I was too young. I mean, I did understand it much later, but when I heard it at six or seven years old, I was just too busy listening to all the other cool stuff in it. Hello there, everybody. My name is Bishop Frisch, and I want to welcome you to my life through music where I talk about the songs and music that were either there at the time or describe thoughts, feelings, or emotions that I had been experiencing at those particular places and at those particular times. And the song that does it for these memories is Ball of Confusion, That's What the World Is Today by The Temptations, released in 1970. 1970. When I heard this song, I absolutely could not believe it. This song had everything. I mean, first you have the, the count-in. I, I think that's what they call it. Uh, you know, the, the one, two, one, two, three, four, ow! You know, and don't make fun of me. I'm not, I'm not a singer. But you got that. And then you have the bass, which is a very popular bass line. And then you get this guitar sound that just kind of creeps in from out of nowhere and then leaves the same way it comes in, just kind of frizzles out into the nothingness, this echoey sound. And then they start singing. And you have these strange sounds going on. And when you listen to, uh, to it with headphones on or a really good stereo system, I mean, you've got sounds going from uh, one ear to the other, Sounds going on in different ears, and it's just amazing. And then you've got the horns. I mean, how incredible is this? And then you've got the, you know, very, very incredible um, percussion sounds that are coming in to just make this just a wild, wild song. And then when the chorus finally hits, it's like this swell of of a funky, soulful, just power that's just coming right at you. And they're, they're just flowing, man. It, it, it was incredible. And I, I, I couldn't believe it. So, like I mentioned before, this song being released in 1970, what are they talking about? I mean, listen to it. Look at the words. And as we, you know, go, I'm going to go through some of these lyrics. And as we go through it, I just want to kind of do kind of an exercise that my sociology professor did with us many years ago. And what he would do is we would be in the middle of, of, of anything, just a lecture or group work or reading or whatever. And he would say, okay, exercise time. Everybody just stop what you're doing, please. And what he would do is he would hit us with these, these different questions, you know, and some of them would be very pointed. 
Some of them would be very personal. Some of them would be controversial. And to answer, and it would usually be a, a yes or no question or agree, disagree question. And to, to answer yes or agree, you would hold your hand up. And then if you left your hand down, you know, that would be no or disagree. And he would always say in the middle of everything, as he was asking these questions, he would say, now, look, you know, this is a safe place. This is what we're here for. You don't have to answer. But if you don't, if you choose not to answer, all I ask is that you are honest with yourself. And when he said that the first time, it really put everything into focus during these exercises because, you know, sometimes there were questions that I honestly didn't want to answer because I didn't want people to know, you know, but it's, it's important. That's why these kinds of exercises are important. And so as I, you know, as I go through some of these lyrics, uh, you know, together with you, um, all I ask is that, you know, we're honest, you know, with ourselves. So moving right into the song, the first line, I mean, it is incredible. They just, they punch you in the chest by saying people moving out, people moving in. Why? Because of the color of their skin. Right off the bat, they are going right into the heart of some of the most important social issues that they were dealing with back in 1970. Think about it. Back in 1970, where are we today? 2021, 51 years later, are we talking about some of those same things today? Run, 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 but you sure can't hide. An eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. Now, pause right there for a second. I didn't know what that meant. Um, obviously, six seven years old listening to this and uh, of course I, I understand it now but are people still living with that concept or that mindset just a question uh, vote for me and I'll set you free and again as I mentioned in the in the in the preface um, I wrote these a year ago or just over a year ago. And so in my notes, it says what's happening later in November. And I'm referring to, you know, the presidential election and what was going on. And you had the candidates, you had all the issues out there on the table and they were talking about it. But they say, vote for me and I'll set you free. And I don't care what political affiliation you align with. I don't care. It's not important to me. All I ask is, what does that mean to you? What does it mean to you? And it goes on to say, well, the only person talking about love, my brother is a preacher. And it seems nobody's interested in learning but the teacher. Again, 51 years ago, that's what they were talking about. Is that something that we talk about today? And then probably in my opinion, the most important part of this song. And the reason why I, I, I say that it, this is the most important part of the song is because you've got this, this list of words, and they all rhyme, which is very cool. But if you look at them, and I don't think they're arranged in this way 
just randomly. I think there is a meaning. I think there is a purpose. But if you look at them, and sometimes people just gloss over these because they're they're saying or said so fast that you just kind of like, okay, yeah, yeah. But listen to this. Segregation, determination, demonstration, integration, aggravation, humiliation, obligation to our nation. Now think about who is singing this. And when you read these in this order, I think it's important that we consider all of these things from the perspective of uh, an African-American man or woman or child in 1970. 1970. And they're bringing it to the forefront. They're talking about it, which is very important. And then ball of confusion. That's what the world is today. I mean, again, I, I keep repeating, this was 1970. The sale of pills is at an all-time high. They were talking about it then. Young folks walking around with their heads in the sky. I mean, I've got kids. I know. I kind of know what they, they might be talking about there. But they were also probably talking about, you know, the youth of that generation. How do you feel about the youth of, of this generation? Are they walking around with their heads in the sky? I, I try and I tend to give the youth of, of today, uh, of this generation, you know, as much of a break as I possibly can because I try to understand what they grew up in, what they were surrounded with, the circumstances and so on and so forth. And I, you know, you know there's other people who are really hard on them. I try to, when I'm in the position, I try to teach and I try to just present and show ideas. I don't try to, you know, make them feel, you know, dumb if I, you know, if I can help it. I try to teach more than anything else. Um, getting back to the song, uh, Cities Aflame in the Summer and the Beat Goes On. The beat goes on. What is that? And I, I've been looking at that, and to me, it just seems like a metaphor. The beat goes on. And I'm going to talk about that in just a, a second when they mention it again. But you've got more. You've got Eve of Destruction. And now remember, when I wrote these notes, I'm looking right at it, March 13th, 2020. Okay, what was going on then? Uh, we're still we're still dealing with it, but the coronavirus was really starting to become the a, a really big issue, and eve of destruction. What were people talking about uh, in in reference to the coronavirus um, over a year ago? I mean, there was a lot of different things going on, but some people were talking about some very, very serious things. And I'm not making light of it. It's very serious. And it's, it's like I said, these notes were prepared a year ago, and we've seen a lot of progress and a lot of um, healing, um, and vaccinations have come on the scene. But again, there was an eve of destruction in 1970. What was it? I don't know what they were actually referring to, 
But there was an eve of destruction in 1970. There was an eve of destruction in 1980, 1990, 2000. I mean, off the top of my head, Y2K, eve of destruction. Um, there, in my view, there seems like there is always an eve of destruction. Something is going, you know, something is so big that it's going to destroy us. And I don't know how you feel about that, but it just seems that there is always an eve of destruction once the last eve of destruction has passed. City inspectors, bill collectors, I think we all can identify with that. Evolution, revolution, gun control. Uh, all of those, those three things right there uh, are hot topics even today. That was 1970 and today, 2021. Think about that. Um, shooting rockets to the moon, kids growing up too soon. Um, think about it. Think about it. Um, what, where were we in terms of, you know, space travel, um, space probes and all that stuff back in 1970 and think of where we've come, you know, from that point, um, kids growing up too soon. I mean, like I said before, I've got kids and yeah, it's in some cases, it seems like it. Um, politicians say more taxes will solve everything. And again, I don't care what political affiliation you're with. What does that mean to you? What does it mean to you? And again, the ban played on. And what is the ban? It could mean anything. Um, it could mean, is it the, is it us? Just going along to the beat of the drum, just not doing anything about it, just, just, just going along. Or is it advertising? Is it news? Is it leaders on all different levels? Are they the band? And they're just going on with it and letting us just do what we do as long as they're not interrupted, as long as they're not hurt. Just, just posing questions. So that we can think together. Uh, round and round and round we go. Where the world's headed, nobody knows. And then listen to this. This is great. Great Guga Muga. Can't you hear me talking to you? <laughs> I didn't know what that meant for a long time. Until I finally did a little bit of research. Not a lot. Not extensive. But it seems that... That could have been or most likely was an expression taken from the 1950s and 1960s and kind of made its way into the early 70s, the best I can understand. Uh, fear in the air. Again, we go back to that eve of destruction, fear in the air, tension everywhere. Again, when I wrote these notes back in March of 2020, there was a lot of fear in the air. And there was tension everywhere because nobody knew what was going to happen. Unemployment rising fast. Uh, we're, we, we've always dealt with that. Um, sometimes higher, sometimes lower, but there's always an element of unemployment. Um, the Beatles knew records of gas. And that's just, it's kind of funny. It's pure coincidence that I talked about a Beatles song and record in the last podcast. I didn't plan it that way. It was just pure coincidence, but I just thought it was kind of funny. 
And the only safe place to live is on an Indian reservation. Why would they say that? And again, I'm just asking the question just to get us to think. And the band played on. There it is again. And the band played on. What's the band or who's the band and what are they doing? What does that mean to you? And again, you got Eve of Destruction brought up again. City inspectors, bill collectors, mod clothes in demand. I mean, think about it. I mean, the styles were changing. We just came out of the 60s and moving into the 70s. What was going on, you know? Um, Population out of hand. Talking about that today. Suicide. Um, I think that... um, all of us, either directly or indirectly, to some degree, have been touched or affected by that. And again, I, I keep stressing, but they were talking about that in the 1970s. Too many bills. Again, we all can identify with that. Hippies moving to the hills. I'm not going to touch the hippies. I'm not going to mess around with these. I'm not going to mess with them. (laughs) I'm going to leave them alone. People all over the world are shouting, end the war. And again, the band played on. What war? Um, 1970. I think it's safe to assume that we're obviously talking about the war in Vietnam. But what about today? I'm sure that in many places all over the world, this is a big world, and we are more connected like no other time ever in the history of this planet. And somewhere, and in fact, in many places, I can almost guarantee you that there is a war going on and somebody is saying, end the war. And I think it's important that we keep those people in our thoughts and, I, and, and, and we think about, you know, some of the things that don't make the news and some of the things that just get forgotten about. But somebody out there is saying, end the war. And they were talking about it in 1970, and I can almost guarantee you that somebody's talking about it in 2021 round and round and round we go where the world's headed nobody knows and again you got that great line great Guga Muga can't you hear me talking to you and then ball of confusion that's what the world is today so again let's take a look quickly at now it's 2021 what if anything, has changed in 51 years. What has changed? In part, we are still talking about the very same issues. And if they have changed, the next natural question is, have they changed for the better or have they changed for the worse? Maybe... In some aspects of some of these issues, they've gotten better or gotten worse in degrees. But more importantly, we're still talking about them. 
Why are we still talking about them? What does that say? What does that tell you? 50 years later, has anything been solved? I'm just asking the question. Do they want it solved? Maybe that's a more powerful question. You know, I, I don't think that there is a quick and easy answer to any of this. Um, these issues, indeed, are, are very complex and they're compounded. But we just can't ignore them. Regardless of, 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 of what we think, which side of these issues we, we, we find ourselves on, I think it's, it's important to know what we believe, but I think equally important, I think it's important to know why we believe it and how we can make things better. And if we can do that, we can influence those around us by the things we say, by the things that we do. But in the end, we have to understand and remember that we don't have control over other people. We have control over ourselves and we have control over our own minds. But with that understanding, I think that it is impo- I think that it is possible. I think that it is possible for us to live according to the aesthetic principles of beauty. And live more than just an ordinary existence. And I think by doing that, there will be a little less confusion in our lives and hopefully a lot less confusion in the world. And this is why I want to thank the Temptations for recording this song. And it's also one of many reasons why this song is where it's at in my My Life Through Music playlist. I encourage you to check it out regardless of how you feel and and however you access your music, find it and listen to it if you haven't. And when you do, I think you'll understand what I mean and what I'm talking about. At least I hope so. As always, I want to thank you very much for spending this time with me. I know your time's valuable and important. And I look forward to seeing you in the next podcast when I talk a little more about my life through music.